Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's Tuesday, Boot Camp for the Soul. And I hope everyone had a really good turkey day. Did you have a good turkey day, Eric? I did, yeah. You did? Yeah. Did you ha- make those garlic mashed potatoes that you talked about? You know, I didn't because my dad ended up uh, catering uh, really? a little bit of Thanksgiving. He, he got like some roast beef that came with mashed potatoes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take it easy and be lazy today and not <laughs> nice. make the mashed potatoes. So nice. I I still haven't made them, but I plan on making them since I have about 15 pounds of potatoes <laughs> yeah, sitting at home we're all coming to your now. house for garlic mashed potatoes. <laughs> potatoes at Eric's house. Yeah, we're going there. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I made it through my 18, you know, loved ones who were at the holidays for us. I'll, and I... A few years ago, when I the last time I made turkey on Thanksgiving, um, my bird wasn't completely thawed. I was, oh no, yeah, and, and I cooked it upside down, <laughs> so I had some problem cooking it upside cooking down. It. Is actually a good thing. I, I found um, that out because I did that again this year, although uh-huh. it was completely thawed, but it took a little bit longer. But yeah, it's good for the the breast. It stays in the fluids. It stays longer. juicy. Yeah, ah. yeah. Which it's a, a great old cooking tip that See, uh, I picked up. I have greatness point. inside of me when it comes to cooking. I exactly. just don't always recognize. It. <laughs> so uh, so the bird turned out delicious just an hour and a half later, which was fine. We just talked more and drank more. And, um, yeah, we had a re- really wonderful time. And then, Fantastic. Did you brine it? Did I burn it? Brine it. N- apparently not, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is that? That's when you soak the turkey in uh-huh. a salt water um, for uh, a day before. Huh. And then uh, when you go to cook it, you rinse off all the salt, and then you, um, you cook it, and it stays extra joist, uh, really? extra joist, extra, <laughs> extra moist and juicy. Nice. Or okay. choice, as the kids are saying now. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to plan that f- if the next time I cook, because I don't know if that'll be next year or not. But uh, And then we went to a very late movie, saw the J. Edgar Hoover movie at about 10 o'clock at night. Very interesting movie. Um, I probably would have enjoyed it more if I wasn't falling asleep you know, <laughs> towards the end because I was so tired. But it was fun to have all, you know, my sister's kids and and my kids all in the movie theater, they don't get to see each other that much because they're sure. all grown and kind of live in different places. So it was really fun. We we had a really great time. So we hope everybody else did, too. I hope that your turkey tastes delicious, that uh, you got along with everyone. Or tofurkey, whatever. Or whatever that's you right. Had. Or your roast beef or your ham, right? <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah, whatever you had. We hope that your holiday was beautiful. So we're continuing the conversation of expectations. And I know everyone might be a little bit sick of this topic matter. However... The more I work with clients on expectations, the more I know that we need to continue working on them. Uh, They seem to layer on top of each other. And one of the things I've begun to realize in more detail and more depth is how these expectations drain our body energetically. They literally take the life out of you, all the energy out of your body, or a significant amount of it, not all of it, obviously. And it also uh, leaves gaping holes in the auric field that makes it difficult to stabilize one's energy. It makes it almost impossible to kind of feel one's instincts or to feel one's connection to source or God or creation, whatever language you want to use, because of the 
depleted energy and the blockages and the holes in the aura. So it creates a lot of problems. And and then on top of it, when we have an expectation, we're creating a limitation. We're saying it only can be done this way or this next thing has to happen or, you know, we're all lost in space, so to speak, when maybe there's something actually more incredible, something more fabulous that's actually meant to happen next in one's life. Or maybe nothing at all is supposed to happen. We're just supposed to relax and enjoy ourselves. Like Eric not making his garlic mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. You kind of went with the flow. You let go of your expectation of having garlic mashed potatoes and you just enjoyed what was there. Yeah, it was nice. It sounds nice. So that's where we're continuing the conversation with um, Boot Camp for the Soul and helping people to let go of their expectations. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about setting intentions and goals, which are different than expectations. Okay. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Well, before we do that, I do want to give out the phone numbers because we've got some lines open. As I occasionally say on the show, it's a rare thing because it really is a rare thing uh, that we have lines open. So take advantage now if you want to call into the show, 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 for all our Seattle area listeners. Or toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And now let's go ahead and talk to Jerry in Seattle. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. I'm doing pretty well. Good, good. What can Uh, I do for you? Oh, boy. I need a a lesson in letting go of expectations, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. Uh, in about four hours, the uh, surgeon will call my wife with um, the results of her MRI for breast cancer. Wow. Uh-huh. And um, so we're going to be dealing with that. Yeah. Um, which is tough. And so... It is tough. Um, I'm not quite sure, you know, why I'm calling, I guess, oh. looking for positive suggestions or ways of sure. of staying, you know, positive. I know. And I'm so sorry, by the way, about your wife's, you know... Potential diagnosis. I'm sorry for what is happening, and I wish you and your entire family happiness and grace and peace, not just now, but forever, you know, forever in your lives. So, I mean, obviously you have an expectation that everything is going to be perfect and your wife is going to be fine and she's not going to have to go through anything challenging or difficult. Would you say that that's something you really want to have happen? Well, yes. Um, I'm sure that um, it's not going to be a piece of cake. Um, mm-hmm. She has a phobia of needles and medical procedures, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, her mind has already been made up um, not because of the MRI or because of the biopsy or um, any of that. But, I mean, her mind was made up uh, during the mammogram. About what? Um for a, a, a double mastectomy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it, I, I'm, I know, and I know some people think that sounds weird to make a decision like that, but mm-hmm. I actually think it's great. I, I know that mm-hmm. sounds really weird. I, can't, I don't think individually none of us know for sure what we would choose to do if we were diagnosed with a certain disease. Right. You know, we can only, you know, in our mind make up something. But I, I actually like that idea, especially if, you know, the cancer isn't very advanced and that could be no chemotherapy perhaps, which I think is... It, one of the things I find interesting about conventional medicine is I actually think we're a lot smarter than chemo. And, you know, for all the people who've had their lives, you know, sustained or forever healed because of chemotherapy, then I, of course I celebrate that and I'm grateful for it. But chemotherapy in itself is a carcinogenic, which a lot of times doctors don't talk about. Um, patients actually have to sign release forms to that effect. Um, oncology nurses help their patients do that. 
And we just don't have a, a huge amount of options. We probably, in reality, we have more options than we realize. In fact, tomorrow you might want to listen to, um, not tomorrow, but on Thursday, my guest, Lee Fortson. Um, she wrote a book, Embrace, Release, Heal, an empowering guide to talking about, thinking about, and treating cancer. It's an amazing book. I read it when I was on vacation. I was literally glued to the book until I finished it. Um, I thought it was fascinating. Um, so, so here's what I love, because your wife is actually in a good space about it. I don't know if you know this or not, but. Do you get an impression that she's in a good space? Um, yeah, she seemed um, quite calm after the uh, biopsy and the, mm-hmm. the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, she's she has her ups and downs, and sure. and um, uh, what I'm trying to do is just not, you know, in everything I think, say, and do, not cause any conflict or or lower her level right. of of, uh, of attitude towards this. Right. And, and at the same time, you know, we all get to have our feelings and our experiences. Your wife is a no-nonsense person. It's one of the things I like about her energy. And that's why she's like, well, I'm not going to fool around with all this other stuff. Let's just move these tissues off of my body and put something different there um, and call it good. That's really how she's um, taken this. So even though you are, of course, in grief and worried and all of those things, and I'm sure she has her moments, as you said, she's actually handling it quite well. It's almost as if she kind of had a knowingness about this. I mean, when I look at her energy system, I don't see her that shocked about it. I think she's pretty intuitive. I mean, she's she's suffered from migraine headaches her whole life. Ah, which is <laughs> so. a sign of intuition, right? Yeah. It, it really is. So here's what I would love for you to do, because there's a difference between an expectation. Oh, and I have another suggestion, too, um, is to... Someone that you know who does energy work, maybe they do healing touch or they know Reiki. Um, do you know any of those things yourself, Jerry? No. Okay. So I would look for a family friend or a neighbor or someone who's, uh, you know, within your family group and ask them to go to your wife's appointments when she's getting blood draws or any types of transfusions or medications because they could lay hands on her and it will calm her down when she, when she has to experience needles. It could be incredibly helpful for her. And I think your wife's going to gel with it like she's really going to like it. You know, it's it's and it's a perfect moment where we're taking conventional medicine and we're mixing it with holistic medicine. I mean, it's just beautiful, which is really what I think is where we're all moving collectively is to embrace all aspects of healing and make them all as beautiful as possible. And then what I would love for you to do is take away your expectation, if you can, of not rocking the boat. Because I think the more you can be your genuine self, <laughs> the easier it will be for her. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if you can just be more of your genuine self, you are loving and you are supportive. She's very lucky to have you. Um, and m- remember that, you know, how fortunate you two are to have one another. Yeah. Um, I do know she has a, a, a girlfriend who's a RN who um, went through the same thing. Um, I don't know, maybe, I guess just five years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe I can tap into that. Um, at this point, it's still um, not revealed to right. any, any family or friends. Sure, of so. course, of course. And and then, you know, look for someone who can do energy work who would, you know, because, yeah, to do some energy work where it's healing touch or Reiki, because I think it's going to calm your wife significantly and make it easier for the veins to be accessed or shots to go in. You know, it's almost like I see her not even feeling the needles, when um, someone is laying hands on her. 
Yeah. Boy, yeah, I, that might be a challenge because uh, you would never get her in your home or, or a workshop or lesson or, or class. Huh. <laughs> but, but you know what might help her is knowing that maybe those needles won't hurt. Yeah. Because your wife is a no-nonsense person, so you give her some good practical advice, uh-huh. and uh, and she goes for it. So, yeah, keep me posted and let me know. And um, all of us that are listening to you are sending beautiful white light to your entire family and wishing you complete health and healing on every level. Okay. I appreciate it, Marie. You're welcome, and best of luck. All right. Thank you very Alrighty, much. Bye-bye. Bye. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show, and we are talking about expectations. We are taking your call, and we're going to listen to some fun music when we go off to commercial break as well. We'll be right back. Or when we come back from the commercial break. <laughs> okay, when we come back. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Ancient Aliens and Angelic Ascension coming this Saturday morning. Manson Mitchell welcomes Philip Coppins, a leading contributor of the History Channel's Ancient Aliens series. Then Deborah Wilson joined us in studio for two full hours of Angels and her new program, Oneness Becomes You. Are you ready to reawaken to heaven on earth? Find out on Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10, followed by the Gary Mann Show at 11 Pacific. Ahead of the talk radio curve. Naturally. Alternative Talk 1150. Sugar. some fun music here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show Bootcamp for the Soul Tuesday. Just shaking it up here in the studio, hoping that you're enjoying these old songs that I love so much. 
much. That was one of my favorites. I love that one. Thanks a lot for playing that, Eric. Not bad for a cartoon band. <laughs> really? It's a cartoon band? Really? Well, it was the Archies. Oh. Yeah, see, Eric is totally into music. It's his passion. So he knows all of this history that I know nothing about in the music world. You yeah. didn't know that was the Archies? No, I had oh. no idea. Mm-mm. Archie and uh, Veronica and Jughead and all Yeah, that. I remember they, those guys. They got yeah. a band together and did that song. <laughs> That's a great song. I really like it. Why don't we go back to our phone lines? All right. Well, let's go ahead now and talk to Laura in uh, Seattle. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm doing great today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. What can I do for you? Um. I have two specific questions about my health. Okay. If you could give any insight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One is, what is going on with my throat? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then the second one is about um, tiredness. And mm-hmm. I've heard of energy leaks. And mm-hmm. Maybe is there an energy leak? And what can I do about it? Mm-hmm. And you do have an interesting energy leak in your org field. A few of them, actually, on three of the main aura sections. So the... The aura that surrounds the human body is divided into seven layers. Mm-hmm. At least that's how we look at it now. And energy extends out through affinity. So even though I'm talking about it as a structure that surrounds your human form, in reality it goes out to forever. You know, but I always focus on the seven layers. Um, so layers four, three, and two, when I look at yours, do have some holes on them. The third layer has the least amount of holes. The fourth layer and the second layer have the most. The second layer of the field is often referred to as the emotional response center. So it, it's about all of our emotions. The third one is about all of our mental thoughts. And the fourth one is about universal love. And universal love is all about detachments, being neutral, not having expectations, interesting enough, because that's what we're talking about. And, and so when I look at these three fields that are highlighted for me in terms of what's going on with your energy... The second layer of the field has the most little holes going on. And so part of what could be happening to you is that maybe your emotions are changing about life because the fifth chakra where you're having the discomfort in your throat is all about personal power. And it could be that you're changing your perception about what power is, about life in general, about things that maybe you took a lot more seriously before and now you're not really taking it seriously. And that can feel weird and uncomfortable. A lot of people think that when you make a progression in your um, thinking and uh, your consciousness, that your energy just automatically changes and becomes a million times better. And of course it can, but sometimes we have like personality arguments, you know, with our consciousness, you know, we, our personality goes, well, wait a minute, we can't do that. And our consciousness, of course you can, you know? And, uh, and so we tend to battle it out. And when that's going on, then sometimes we suffer through fatigue um, your hormones to me look out of whack. Um, and so the thyroid gland, um, which is in, of course, the throat chakra, it's governed by that area. And sometimes when the hormones are acting out like if the adrenals are, which can lead to fatigue, the thyroid gland may work harder to help the adrenals um, work better. They kind of create their own restructuring. Just like if a bridge breaks down, we may pile rocks or, you know, make our own unique pathway. And so the body does that too. It, it makes its own unique pathway to bypass problems um, whenever it can. Um, so literally there's, there's an exercise. Um, do you know much about energy medicine? A little bit. Have you ever seen the book, The Hands of Light? Yes. Okay. Do you have it? Yes. Excellent. So in that book, there is an exercise. It's a really ex- easy exercise. It looks like a Tai Chi movement um, and it's called field work. I believe is the actual title. 
Um, and it's a 10 minute exercise where you breathe in color and you move your hands kind of like in a Tai Chi movement, like almost like Qigong. And it helps to build and strengthen your auric field. What I'm being told from your guides is that you're a very wise person. Do you think that's true? Mm, yeah. Okay. So there's some hesitation regarding that, but, um, your guides tell me you're a very wise person and you're starting to believe in yourself more. Yeah, that is true. Yay. And so what's happening, you're not believing in everybody else as much. And I think that is making you a little bit uncomfortable. It's it's like you've had faith in other people more or you've given them more authority in your life. And now you're going, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think that they really know what's going on or maybe they don't have my best interests at heart. Maybe I'm the only one who can deter- determine what that is, which is absolutely true. So you're having, from my perspective, this conflict between being a good girl, perhaps, or a good person and, and not thinking that your ideas are better than someone else's mm. versus owning your power. How does that sound? That sounds beautiful. Okay, That's good. So right on. Good. About the feeling of the throat discomfort, uh-huh. the, I'm wondering if, do I need to get something checked out, this feeling of something stuck in my throat? I think it's energetic. Okay. I mean, when, next time you go into your doctor's, I mean, hopefully, you know, you get a regular checkup. And if you do, then they do a, a thyroid panel or they check at least the basic thyroid function. Mm-hmm. I've so, had that done recently. Perfect. So I think it's energetic. And what mm-hmm. happens when we've closed down the throat chakra, it's when we've tried to be less powerful. And when we do that and then we start to open it, it feels uncomfortable. The muscles in that area change. Um, the bones in the area change. And it... When it happened to me, I felt like I had a three-pound weight on my throat for two years. Um, and so whatever you're feeling there, it's actually because it's opening. Mm. And so it's a good thing. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I'll welcome. keep working with it. Good. Good. Have a beautiful day and happy holidays. Thank you, Marie. You too. Alrighty, Bye-bye. All right. Let's go ahead and check in with Raul now in Seattle. Hi, Raul. How are you? <laughs> Marie, I am absolutely excited, happy, and very nervous. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll do my best. And we're Facebook to... friends, aren't we? Uh, we are. Yeah, we are. great. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Your, your work has, uh, you know, improved and, you know, changed my life in so many ways. Oh. working. It's so um, soothing to hear your voice and be part of, you know, this community, I guess. Oh, I, is awesome. I think of it as a community too, as well. Yeah. And thank you so much. And I just want yeah. you to know, and yeah. everybody else who listens to the show, I yeah. learn as much as all of you every single moment. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for yeah. teaching me yeah. Yeah. all the time. So what can I do for you today? Well, you know, uh, I'm dealing with this conscious subconscious thing. I don't uh-huh. know how much of this expectation is conscious yeah. I, I, or subconscious. I yeah. want to know how my energy system is working uh-huh. specifically with with, for example, my neck, they have this neck tension that mm-hmm. is not going away. It's been there forever. Mm. It's grinding in my in my left um, scapula, and and I'm dealing with constant urination. Mm. So those are the things that are very specific. I don't know if they're connected with the lack of job or passion on what I right, do, rel- right. relationship with mom or a female. Right, and right. I've been doing some EFT work, mm-hmm. and I think in some cases I work, but this tension... It seems that my body says, no, I don't, I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to release this tension. And yeah, I get nervous and it gets worse. And, and, and I can live with it. I deal with it. And physically, I'm fit. I am the best shape of my life. I'm right. happy. Right. Uh, but those things are the things that I don't know where my energy is. Where should I do? What should I work? And you have a lot of energy, too. I mean, you have a ton of energy, which I think when you feel like things aren't flowing, it can be even more frustrating because you have more energy than the average person. 
meaning that you can you'll probably also work harder than the average person. And and so because you have that capacity, when things aren't flowing well, you may feel you may blame yourself or take unnecessary responsibility. I would definitely let go of the career expectation. And I'm not saying let go of your intention of having a career that makes you feel joyful and at peace and fulfilled. I want you to have that intention, but notice that intention is general. It doesn't tell you what you do for work or how much money you make or where your work is. It doesn't have any of those defining factors. And that's what I would recommend is you take the expectation off of work because you're when I look at your energy system, you're judging yourself based on your career accomplishments and you're dissatisfied with them. And so when you have a dissatisfaction about something, it's very difficult to be for it to be fulfilled because you're saying that it should be something. And maybe it's meant to be something completely different that, of course, would be fulfilling and, of course, would bring you great happiness and give you peace. So the best way I know how to get out of expectations um, is to actually become present because the expectations are usually about the past or the future. We're trying to make something happen or we wish something had not happened. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so in order to get out of that maze of challenge and difficulty and actually listen to your intuition, hear creation talk to you because you're a wise being. You have incredible connection to source energy, but it's it's almost impossible to hear it when expectations are hanging out in the ethers, creating pressure and disappointment. So what you can do when you notice that you're in that same place, which you are right now, you're in a career expectation, in my opinion, is to maybe start to feel your subtle energy in your body. You know, feel the energy in your hands or all around you. Maybe start to move into your auric field because even though you're being a physicalness, you're also a being of light. And that's what we're connecting to when we're moving beyond expectations and we're listening to wisdom from the ether, so to speak. We're connecting more to our light. You can also repeat a phrase. Um, this is what I do sometimes when I'm really having a hard time breaking through an expectation is I repeat silently t- to myself until I become calm because expectations make us nervous and stressed and, and they're exhausting. Um, I repeat, I am an aware presence over and over again until I actually feel that way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so those are the challenges that I think you have right now um, regarding manifesting what you really want, having those, you know, to be fulfilled in what you do want, to really have a career that sings to your heart. I think um, letting go of the expectations is what needs to occur. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, once you let go of them, which could happen relatively quickly, things change fast. And I'm not kidding. They change fast. Now, I don't want you to have an expectation that's going to change fast. <laughs> but it really does. I, I find it shocking. Once I identify an expectation and once I work on not thinking about it all the time or worrying about it or putting myself down or whatever the situ- situation is, I'm shocked by how it resolves. And I know you will be, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I've been open. Like I said, consciously, I think I've been open. There's a lot of shifting. There's a lot of things happening in Good. my life right now for the Good. better. Good. Good. Um, uh, but at the same time, you know, there's little reminder of this indicators of, you know, what's going on. Why is this still thing still here? If I think I'm open and, and willing, it's the subconscious stuff is still lingering in the background. And and back to the, you, you had like a urinary difficulty. Was that correct? Was, uh, I... It's just constant. It's more yeah. annoying than difficulty. Yes. Yeah. Constant and just the tension and the, yeah. So there's a part of me that wants you to go get, um, a, you you know, go ahead and have a, a urinary analysis, you know, pee in a cup and give it to a doctor. 
there, there is also something you could do to change the acid base in the bladder, um, which is to drink, if you are if you can handle citrus, um, is um, just cranberry juice. It actually mm-hmm. balances out the bladder and brings it back to a normal pH, which can help all kinds of problems. But, yeah, there's a part of me that wants you to go pee in a cup and hand it to your doctor just to make sure mm-hmm. everything's okay in there. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Uh, I promise I'll go visit you soon. Okay, that'd be great. I love that. I love that. Thank you, and have a beautiful day. Thank you, thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we're going to take another break here on the Remanu Cherry, our last break of the show. We're going to listen to some more fun music, and we'll be right back. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me Speaking words of wisdom Let it be And in my hour of darkness She is standing right in front of me Speaking words of wisdom Let it be Let it be Are you new to the fields of energy medicine, Reiki, or subtle energy therapies? Are you looking for a mentor or for insight and guidance into your health or destiny, or for connecting with a loved one on the other side? Travis Taylor is described by other healers as a soul whisperer who nourishes the spirit and enlightens the being. As an empath, energy intuitive, and clairvoyant medium, he offers individual sessions, classes, workshops, and mentoring programs that will improve your health and well-being, expand your consciousness, and cultivate your soul. For more information about Travis and his upcoming events, please visit empathichealing.com. That's empathichealing.com. Be well. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. No, you're not alone, and it's not just you. The things you're experiencing are actually being felt around the world, and there is something you can do about it. Tune in for It's Not Just You with Lorelai Spiegelman, Susan Wayman, and Siobhan Mitchell, three professional women of wisdom who compare current events and how they offer you insight into your own personal world. Monday morning at 9 a.m. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Time for something different. 
Time for Alternative Talk 1150. Great. Thanks, Eric. That's the perfect song for today. Letting go of those expectations. Amazing. And yes, it is a hard thing to do, but it's it's also incredible that once you do that, things work out better than you could possibly possibly imagine. So let's go back to the phone lines. Who do we have, Eric? All right. Let's go ahead and talk to Cheryl down in Tacoma. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Hi. Um, I'm okay. Um, I actually was calling um, because my husband's been newly diagnosed with uh, diabetes in kind of a dramatic way. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Sure. So does Um, he have type 1 then? They don't know yet. Mm. Actually, um, they thought he had type 1. There's actually a blood test that can be done. Right. um, But they're not to that stage yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but he has to take five shots a day. Wow. And um, test his blood and the shots hurt, I and know. his energy is low, and right. he's depressed. Yeah. And I'm so and, sorry. I really am. I'm very sorry that all of you have to go through this. And when was he diagnosed? Uh, it was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's what's also challenging, of course, not just testing your blood multiple times a day and then giving yourself insulin shots if that's what you need, but also changing your diet and having to exercise more. You know, because that's hard, too, especially if there's certain type of foods that you like that are no longer going to be okay to to consume in large quantities or even moderate quantities. I mean, I think that's challenging, you know, when we have these set ideas about what our food should be, our expectations, right? And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we can't eat that food anymore or certainly not often. Because that's what I'm looking – I mean, I don't know your husband, obviously, and and he and I have never met. But that's a a big bummer for him when I look at him. So, is that true? Well, that's probably true. He hasn't been talking about that so much. Well, food is an absolute chore now. Yeah. Just trying to figure out what to eat, how much to eat. Right. Um, it's, you know, so it's, it's, it is a new situation. I know it'll settle down. It will. Yeah, it will. And, and if he's not type 1, and, and the only reason why I asked that question is because, from what you said, it sounded like his diagnosis was traumatic. And, and generally, it's through type 1 situations that we um that things are more traumatic well he had a very high blood sugar reading because he didn't know and he was sick Mm -hmm. and went into the er with that so again then then it may not be that would be really nice because it would be lovely if he has type 2 and i can't tell myself by the way i kind of go back and forth like this ping pong ball in his pancreas trying to understand does it have enough islet of Langerhorn cells <laughs> that help produce <laughs> insulin for his body or are some of them too many of them shriveled up you know I keep I keep looking in his pancreas to try to determine that so I'm not doing a very good job um, and of course if he is type 2 which we're gonna put lots of positive energy towards then that means once he gets his diet and exercise balanced he could ultimately come off insulin did you know that 
Um, there is that possibility. I yeah. asked in the hospital and they said that it's unlikely. Mm, yeah, whatever. You know, and, and the but, only reason why I say that is, and I, pre, you know, I love conventional medicine. That's how I know how insulin is produced in the body. I love, love anatomy and physiology. I love hospitals. I know that's really weird, but I really like them. Um, however, it's a limited thought form, you know, and the reality is, is that we do have control over our, our, our lives, our body in terms of if we hold healthy intentions for ourselves, this could be just something wonderful that happened to your husband that's allowing him to take better care of himself so that he can live a long time. In, in other words, let's say he never got diabetes. And I know this is me showing you the positive side to something, something that's really challenging right now. Let's say he never got diabetes and he has not been taking very good care of his health, by the way. At least that's how I see him. And eventually maybe that would have turned into something a lot more life-threatening, perhaps, Maybe this is something that's come into his life so that he wakes up and starts to pay attention to his body and changes his health. And if indeed he has type 2, perhaps he's not going to need insulin, ultimately. That'd be lovely. I know. That's that's the hope that I have. Me too. The shots in particular is is bruising and it hurts and he's not handling it well. Right, right. He doesn't, I don't blame him. It's, It's I'm sure it's not fun. I, I like giving shots, so I think that part's fun. But receiving them, no, it's not so much fun. So so do you see how, notice how you even got a little bit happier there. You know, like, wow, what if this is helping him to live a longer lifespan? You know, maybe he wants to hang out on a soulful level with his grandchildren for decades longer than most grandparents do. We don't know what his soul is wanting to experience in this lifetime. And maybe this is a way that he becomes more conscientious of his body and starts to listen to it, which is really about what health is about, in my opinion. It's about listening to our bodies. I probably eat similar to what your husband eats. I'm not a diabetic, but my body doesn't tolerate sugar very well. I I know this because I listen to my body. I can sometimes become hypoglycemic, which isn't good. Some people who are hypoglycemic can end up with diabetes as well. I don't know if you know that or not, but it could happen, right? Yeah. So I don't eat a lot of sugar. I, and I eat a lot of protein, um, I work out, I eat a lot of vegetables, but that's because I listen to my body. There's been no medical indication that I'm at risk for diabetes or that I couldn't eat sugar. But my body has told me something else. And this is something that has been missing from your husband's experience with his own self. He hasn't been listening to his body. And now he has an opportunity to do so. Yeah, and I suppose I might have that same opportunity. I've actually scheduled a physical. Great. I think that's great. And and so really for Americans, the more we can learn to trust and listen to our own physiology, which is unique for our own being, because a lot of it is based on our emotions and our energy runs in our body based on our feelings, that's how we can maintain our health and well-being and go to the doctor at the appropriate moments or have some sort of preventative intervention that avoids most diseases. So that's kind of what's missing from American culture, not just you or your husband, but from our entire culture. We haven't put a lot of emphasis on that. We've put our trust into everybody else. And so it's a great thing that he got a fever and he had to go to the ER because then he was diagnosed. That's also a fortunate thing. Well, yeah, he's lucky to be alive at this point. So. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Can he work on the low energy in some way? Or I guess, it, and I, I'm not him, I... It's it's hard for me. I, I have to watch him. <laughs> well, he's be so happy. He's so lucky to have you because you love him so much. And perhaps maybe the expectation that you could work on is that your job is to make sure he's happy because that is not your job. 
you know, and you're, he, he can only make himself happy. So learning to be comfortable with how people feel, I think, is an important part of our own growth and elevation of consciousness. And, yeah, I, when I look at him, um, he's so cute, by the way. He's such a cute guy. I mean, he's, he's a kind, funny guy. Very sweet. Um, he, he, does, he, he doesn't like it when he's not in control of things. And That's true. So, you know, now he has to do all these things that he has no control over. You know, like he doesn't know what his blood sugar is going to be till he pokes his finger. He doesn't know what he's can eat then after that or not until he gets the number. He doesn't know how much insulin he's going to have to give himself until he gets the number. And after he pokes himself, you know what I mean? And it's just driving him nuts. So um, what I, I'm doing right now, I'm just putting energy in his mental plane, which actually governs his pancreas. <laughs> and the bottom line emotional reason why people get diabetes, whether it's type one or type two, from my perspective is that they are afraid to enjoy the sweetness of life. So maybe one of the things that you can start to do is to remind him of simple pleasures. Like looking out at a beautiful window when a blue heron flies by. Or how cool the rain looks on, you know, plants when it drips down. You know, things like that. And I think it would be great for both of you. It's a, a great moment for you to intimately bond to one another as well. Actually, that's kind of what I've been trying to do a little bit. So. You're amazing. You are amazing. So keep it up. You're doing the right thing and try not to have expectations about his happiness. It's not your job. Okay. That's helpful to hear. <laughs> okay. Can I find out how many guides I have? And- yeah, you have seven, um, which means that having a spiritual practice is important for you. Meditation, soaking in a bathtub for like 15, 20 minutes every day, something where you get to go inside and just be with you is very important for you. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day and good luck to you and your family. You too. All righty. Thank Bye-bye. you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Deborah in Seattle. Hey, Deborah. How are you? Oh, hi. I'm great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. What can I do for you? Well, it's my first time calling. Oh, thank you so, so much. Um, I always I... think... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I always think I've talked to every person in Seattle, but I guess I haven't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't. Uh, anyway, one of, the, one of my main problems that, you know, I really would like to get rid of mm-hmm. is I have, I know it doesn't seem like it to you, but I do have a stuttering pro, uh, problem. Mm-hmm. And it is much better Good. Than it was because I did some uh, hypnosis, but uh, it's still not not gone, mm-hmm. and it's really it really bothers me right. when it comes when it comes up. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't know whether you had any thoughts on that. Sure, I do. I have a couple thoughts. First of all, I don't. You know, we haven't met, but I you're really funny. So whoever gets to hang out with you is really lucky because you've got a, a fun sense of humor, at least from my perspective. Okay. So I just wanted to point that out. So first of all, this whole idea of not having a stutter, which you're right, I probably would not have noticed. And, but the fact you brought it up made me listen a little bit, you know, closer. Well, like stutter, yeah. Like I stutter on my first name, uh-huh. yeah, Deborah, a, a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and consonants. Well, most people probably wouldn't notice, just like I, know. I wouldn't have noticed, and except for you brought it up, so I had more keen attention to your voice. And to not have this stuttering problem is an expectation. So, mm-hmm. right? 
So we need to let go of this expectation because most of the time, and this you're a great example of it. It's it's a part of your life. It's a part of your everyday experience. Communicating through our voice is how most people communicate on the planet. And so you're reminded of it constantly, obviously. And right. so you're always thinking about this expectation and you're usually yes. pissed off about it. Um, yes. Very pissed off, actually. And and so what I'm recommending that you do is you stop thinking about it. Okay. Stop. Really? That fast? <laughs> you agree that fast? That, well, I'm ready to... Okay. Know what I need to do. <laughs> yes. Good, good. So the more you think about it in terms of the negative ways of disappointment and longing in, in a, almost a place of desperation, which is common with expectations, especially mm-hmm. the ones we think about the most, you're actually creating a block in your auric field. So intuition and awareness, although it is inside of us, it also comes from outside of us. In fact, the energy from the universe comes in through our auric field and then taps to our body and kind of wakes up wisdom that's inside of us. And in order for that to happen, to resolve problems or to move forward or to have healthy intentions actualized, we need to be able to hear profound wisdom and we can't hear it when we have expectations. We can't sense it. So you're not going to know what to do next to make the stutter completely go away. Okay. Uh-huh. Good. And I would love for you to um, appreciate more what you've already accomplished because you've accomplished a lot. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. I, this is what I think is going to happen. I think you're going to stop thinking about it. And, and I'm happy that you called and told me about it, by the way, because you are a perfect teaching tool for everyone who's listening and I, you are really. And I always think that when people call in, they're very courageous. And I so appreciate that. Um, but I think it's just going to naturally go away. I don't think you're going to have to do anything. Okay. Yeah. That's so great. So moving um, your body, feel your energy, look at flowers, the rain, just get out of what you were thinking. Okay. And uh, I have many things. But the other <laughs> thing I was wondering about is if you can... I don't know if you can sense anything with my dog. Is your dog passed over? Well, one of them is, uh-huh. but my current one has been having trouble with limping on and off. How and old is he? He's he's only four, yeah, and the yeah. doctor thinks he has a soft tissue injury, but mm-hmm. it's so hard to know what to do about it because we don't know where it is, even mm-hmm. what leg it's in for sure. Mm-hmm. Really frustrating. Mm-hmm. So if if nobody knows for sure, then I think it would be, this is what I would imagine, because I see you worrying about him like I worry about one of my cats, and people look at me kind of nuts because sometimes I kind of make up stuff (laughs) because I worry about him too much, right? Yeah. And your vet doesn't think you're nuts, by the way, so don't worry about that. Okay. I, I would love for you to just surround this dog with gorgeous, beautiful light. Okay. And feel that this dog is completely healthy. Okay. So you want to feel that authentically. Great. Okay. That sounds wonderful. Good. Thank you so much for calling okay. in and happy Thank holidays. You. All right. Okay. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. You're welcome. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. All right. Let's head down to Tequila now and talk to Natalie. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm doing well. Good. Uh, I'm experiencing problems with my back mm-hmm. um, off and on, and it's. Um, mainly upper, like a a neck area, shoulders. Uh But it can be your whole spine sometimes. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. And it kind of travels up and down. So sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm very, that's no fun because I saw your whole spine line up. I'm like, oh my gosh, C1 to coccyx. Wow. That's a lot of material. Um, but you're generally having the most amount of discomfort in like the shoulder, upper back, neck area, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also um, like mid back in my chest area and oh. in the back mm-hmm. also. Right now it hurts a lot. Right. Well, because I'm about to tell you something and you have been fighting this on multiple levels. Just at least that's my perception. So what I'm about to tell you is that um, one of your least favorite things to do, and by the way, you could t- t- disagree with me, is to receive. Is that true? Mm, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, is that, I mean, is it hard for you to take compliments? Is it hard for you to let people do things for you? Um, yes. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of consciously, I'm trying to work, work on, on it. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. So the back of the heart chakra, which is in the upper back in between your shoulder blades, mm-hmm. um, a couple inches below the neck is the back portion of the fourth chakra. It's also the highest receptive center in the physical body. So huge volumes of energy are meant to go through the upper back of energy, huge amounts. And it's also the receptor of abundance. So love, health, wealth, and joy, because that's what abundance means. And you're fighting um, this receiving. So even though you're consciously working on it, which that's wonderful, congratulations, on an energetic level, you're going, oh, I don't need that. I'm fine. You know, and, mm-hmm. and so there's this fight going on in your spine. The whole spine, so it doesn't matter where we are in the spine from the top of the neck to the coccyx, is about our will. And some people have very strong wills. You happen to be one of them. And you don't have a strong will towards others. In other words, you're not outwardly controlling You know, you don't tell people what to do in a detrimental way or in a harsh way, but you are very controlling to yourself. So you are, you know, you don't want to make mistakes and you want to make sure that people are pleased or happy or content. And so that makes the back really, really tight because it's, it's an element of control. It's the opposite of free will. So right at this moment, you opened up your upper back and you're starting to take energy in. And what you can do is when any, anytime anyone compliments you or says, thank you, I love you, have a, you have a cute shirt or whatever, anytime anyone acknowledges you, you can visualize energy moving into your back. So you're starting to, I mean, you're really doing it. I'm not kidding. It's really happening. I, I know, you know, and I've, I've heard you um, uh, telling others to do an exercise where they take in, like they visualize like um, birds birds or, or fish or anything yeah. and I've tried to do it and it's been difficult and <laughs> yeah. I, just now, I just now had an insight that um, as far as receiving I like if somebody some close relatives I won't m- m- name names but if they you know they do something but in return there's this expectation that they will expect something back mm-hmm. I have a hard time receiving that mm-hmm. because you know because I, I think that they will they are only doing something um, to they are. They are, yeah. yeah to, it's to true. Request, they are. And then I'm like, I would rather not receive it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well rec- believe it or not, receiving is not about taking the energy of another person, even though we're using, you know, like a metaphor of, of someone appreciating you or opening up a door for you or saying thank you, even though we're using that as a as we're using it as a reminder for you to allow free flowing energy that doesn't come from anyone other than creation moving into your back. So you, you don't have to receive from those people. In fact, you're right. That's a better sense of receiving, not to have an obligation to them. You know, their gift isn't pure. So that's good. 
And so maybe you are, have been worried about what this receiving means exactly. And that's why you have maybe up until this moment been reluctant to do so. And how is your back feeling right now? Has there been any change since we've been on the phone? Um, better. I mean, yeah. I can tell. I yeah. can tell the difference. Yeah, I'm not surprised because the volume of energy that you're taking in there is amazing. So are you a, do you have a religious belief? I'm a Christian. Okay. Yes. So maybe you can just imagine that the love of God is moving into your back and nothing more than that. Oh, thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Was... And also, thank you so much um, I've uh, regarding diabetes. I've had um, gestational diabetes with both of my pregnancies. And wow. My sugar levels are a little high. I still uh, do the check them in Good. the morning. And, and so realizing that what you mentioned, what caught, you know, the energetic, the sweetness of life, that makes a lot of sense too. Good. <laughs> so. I'm so glad. And that receiving will help because that's a form of taking in the sweetness of life. So I will work on that. Thank I, you. Thank you so much. I You're love welcome. your show. Oh, and thank you. Hope to meet you. Maybe take your workshop one day. Oh, I love days. it. I love it. Yeah. Make sure you come up and say hi and remind me of who you are. Thank you so much. You're Marie. welcome. You're welcome. And thank you, everyone, for calling in the show today. We have callers. I'm so sorry we're not going to be able to get to all of them. We apologize for that. It sometimes happens on the show. And I wanted to remind everyone about who's coming on the show on Thursday. It's going to be a great show, Eric. I'm, like, awesome. so excited. I can barely sit down. Um, really, I mean that. It's called Embrace, Release, Heal. Um, the author is Lee Fortson, an empowering guide to talking about, thinking about, and treating cancer. And all of you know cancer is one of my favorite things. I know that sounds weird. But it is, and I'm so looking forward. This is an amazing, informative book about many, many stories of people who healed differently. That means maybe not with conventional medicine, and it's full of resources from places around the world um, where alternative medicine can be found and conventional medicine as well. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the show. It's been a complete blast. I've enjoyed it. And um, can we play any fun music while we go out? Uh, no? Did you have something in mind? Oh, maybe more of that sugar, <laughs> sugar. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> On the show where we have folks dealing with uh, diabetes, we, okay. we play the sugar, sugar show. It's the sweetness of life. It's the sweetness of life. Yeah, yeah. it's a different kind of sugar, It's a different will, kind right? of sugar, exactly. All right, well, give me a few seconds okay. and, and we'll um, And so all of you know that. And then, um, as you also may know, um, we'll be also uh, getting excited next year about the book coming out, Intuitive Self-Healing. It will be released on March 1st along with the six CD series on how to communicate with your spirit guides. So I'm looking for all of that. How are you doing now, Eric? Did you find it? <laughs> oh, it's, 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 okay. it's just not happening. It's here. not happening. So we'll do sugar, sugar uh, next time. Until then, joyful blessings. Bye-bye, everyone. You are my candy girl And you got me